<laughs> Welcome to Absolute Comics with Benny and Sal and a guest today, Dinesh, whom I'm going to be introducing in a second. My name is Benny, that is Sal. We talk about your latest comic book movies, comic book news, comic book TV show, comic book video game stuff every Tuesday at about 5 p.m. Eastern right here at the Comic Story and Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, G Fuel. Use the code COMICS at checkout and get yourself 10% off your order of G Fuel and get the insane amount of energy that I bring to the show every single day this is this is this is not real guys i am fueled by g fuel it is in my veins <laughs> what, what was that what was that a promo what was that promo again no, comics see? code comics at checkout comics. dinesh comics. Yeah, yes right. yes so today we brought in uh dinesh to talk about diamond hands and meme stocks he wants to go to the moon <laughs> i'm huddling, I'm huddling. <laughs> No, seriously, guys, though, this is Dinesh, the former CEO of Valiant and the current CEO of a company known as Bad Idea Comics. He's the co-CEO. Don't let me get that. I got to correct that. Yes, um, which, is, which has a very unique idea for how to get the comics in your hands and how to drive hype and excitement for the stories that are being told by their company. Uh, I will admit when he pitched this to me like five years ago, he's like, Benny, I got an idea. It's going to be crazy. And it's going to be a bad idea. And I'm just like, I, I don't see it. That sounds yeah. terrible. I don't, I, don't think, <laughs> I think this will be the worst idea you've ever had in your life. I think you're going to lose every dime you've ever had. And I think no one will read your comics. And Twitter has proven me wrong. So why don't you tell us what your company is and what they do and, how, and what is the actual pitch so that everyone else can <laughs> laugh at me for being so wrong. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a setup. Well, how, do I, how do I leave from that? No, bad idea is legitimately a bad idea. You did, you did 100% have that reaction, and as did everyone else. Here's a bad idea, in a nutshell. It's a pub, new, new comic publishing company. It's just like all the other publishing companies, except for we don't do, we only do two bucks a month. We don't distribute through Diamond, which means that we only distribute to select stores, but 154 stores globally right now. There's about 15,000 in the world. We do no variants, no digital, no trades. Um, and, uh, and every story has a backup, an eight-page backup. It's essentially, our plan is essentially this. We love comics and we love working with the people that we've been working with before. And so we thought, why not get together and set a bunch of money on fire and in the ashes, there will be comics. We'll <laughs> go for And the joke, the joke is actually on us. We planned to not sell that well. And here we are with everyone yelling at us that they can't get our books because everyone wants them. Yeah. It's a champagne problem, but, but not one that we planned. <laughs> It's like the producers. You just uh, you 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 made something built to fail, and uh, yeah. and it became a hit. I, it the is a hit. Go in our pockets. We've somehow missed that step. <laughs> well, it just well it goes into someone's pockets. Someone's getting pocketed. Someone's getting <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, it, the idea itself is pretty crazy. It is funny because when you first gave, told me this idea, I think over some beers at a Comic-Con, because yeah. you and I always got really heavy on the drinks, and we always yeah. started just BSing each other about the stupidest things in the world at Comic-Cons. Uh, and when you first told me this, I, I was 100% against it. But now with the way comics are going so digital heavy, so not variants, I have for the last couple of years been stating comics are going to become a collectible market. They're going to become like, the, the more like right now it's a collectible market, but I'm saying like actually like vinyls are like you can't right. just go to Walmart and buy vinyls. Yeah. You can go you can go buy DC comics right now, but with things like this Fortnite book and with things that are coming out into the world of comics, now they're all just going digital. And there I feel like WB and Disney are both just waiting for the moment 
that digital eclipses physical and they're like screw it we're out yeah. like we're just digitally doing everything at this point you're right and that and that's really i think a reaction because everyone that's working a bad idea loves comic books and what we want to do is make comic books for people to love comic books in comic book stores physical comic books and in in many ways in kind of an asshole way can i swear my last yeah, word that's fine we don't in have to edit this <laughs> in, in, we're being assholes because what we're doing is just saying we're going to make comic books but we want you to read them in the way we want you to read them that whole thing of the customer's ride and we're going to be ubiquitous everywhere you want us forget it not if you don't want that if you want that this is not for you you're going to read them in stores in stores we pick when we say <laughs> how we say they're going to be worth it all that extra effort but yeah i think it's a reaction to the way that the industry has moved we want people to go back to kind of a simpler but also more honest form of storytelling hmm. I, it makes sense that i actually like that because uh i am a kind of guy that will like if you tell me that there's a limited drop on something yeah. i will drive that two hours <laughs> to go pick it up i'm not even yeah. joking uh we we ended up launching an ebay store to handle all of my weird finds because for the longest time part of the fun that me and a couple of my friends have is they'll be like a new rare amiibo is dropping at targets and only the one in colorado springs has it and we'll be like all right Pile on the car. I'm the same way. Treasure. Yeah. Hunting treasure. <laughs> yeah. It's the modern day Hold treasure on. hunt. That's a great way to put it. And yeah. you've done that with bad <laughs> idea because it's so limited. I just see tweets on, uh, on bad idea lined up around the store to pick these yeah. books up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not something that we did on purpose. We didn't actually think anyone would care. We thought, I thought you guys would care. I thought maybe 25 to 50 stores would care. Immediately we had hundreds of stores apply. When we put the books out, the first book came out was Hero Trade. So the first thing we did is, is crazy. It's something called the Hero Trade. We were going to launch in March of last year. We couldn't because of COVID. We had a little bit of a window. We were going to launch in April, sorry. We had a little bit of a window. We pushed a year. We didn't want to go dormant. We knew the stores were hurting. So we took an eight-page story that's going to be a backup. We printed it on shitty paper, and we sent one per bad idea store. We didn't tell them it was from us. We didn't tell them it was written by Matt Kim or drawn by David Lapham. We sent a, a shitty letter, and the letter said, uh, we pretended we were a customer from the store. The letter said, I'm a fan of your store, which is true. This is my first comic, technically true. Please sell it. If you want to <laughs> email this email address. And then three weeks later, when the order deadline had passed, we told the world through Twitter. We thought, okay, maybe people were caring. It'll be like a $20 book. This thing's like one to $5,000 if you can call it up. It just, we had stores turning their phones off. We had, we had a store that chopped the book up. So we could laminate every page to have people read it. We had fights. We had about fights in stores. It's crazy. Wow. I, I've been seeing that stuff. And your marketing campaign has been very viral, very like in your face. Uh, the button was yes, what it was. The I, was I, and I kept texting you and you wouldn't answer me. And I'm just like, what is this? I'm playing along. Why are you? <laughs> it's because it's too cold. I, have like, I haven't slept, dude. I haven't slept in like a year. Right. I, this whole thing was meant to be, I finally get some sleep. After Valiant, now I get to, to publish two books a month and it's not crazy and it ended up being the opposite we were prescient because yeah. marvel left diamond and dc left diamond, and now everyone is doing the thing that we thought was the worst idea in the world right <laughs> <laughs> they all are yeah not that so in, in any of these questions i ask that you don't want on the full podcast will be cutting out and twitch will just see you say no but how do you feel about that diamond shakeup are you are you free to talk about because you weren't going yeah, to diamond sure. at all and over the course of your year decision no one's going to diamond. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. No, we look, we talked to, I had dinner with the heads of diamond when I, when we first came up with this idea, we said to them, this is what we want to do. We think it's good for you because essentially we're going to go out there and fail. 
and it's going to prove why you need diamond. And they, they agreed. They were, they were great people. They were, they were always good to us at Valiant. I love diamond. I think our industry is built on diamond. I think they do a good job. I think people don't understand exactly what they do. And I think they're very bad at explaining what they do, which is why people get upset with them. But they gave us a ton of ideas. They said, if you're going to do this, here's how you do it. And they tweaked our plan. DC leaving Diamond, I think, is DC, I should say it's Warner Brothers, thinking they can do comics better. Mm. They're going to get their ass handed to them. And then Marvel leaving, I think, is Marvel doing what they always do, which is they can save a half a cent, a quarter, going over here. And they don't yeah. care that it's going to have a long-term impact because this quarter is going to look half a cent better. Right. I imagine it won't be a good long-term thing for either company hmm. okay. that's funny because like, i i literally i was i spoke with a uh, business owner uh, a couple of years ago uh we were talking about like making deals with dc and, and marvel and he had been in the industry in 1994 and he's oh, yeah. like and when we described the business practices of the big two he's like i can't really speak to dc but the way you're describing marvel is exactly how they did their businesses in 1994 and it's like it is just and they went back in 95 and they went back in 95 like but it's like it's just that if i can say if i can shave off that half a cent i'm gonna do it there's nothing to stop so uh publishers wiki random house is where they've gone yes they have a i don't even know if you can call it a slightly better deal the discount for stores is worse but yeah. they get free shipping they get free shipping so it should be it should even out right like yeah and it's better for the bigger stores and worse for the small stores so what exactly we hurt the smaller stores which is what we actually need more mm -hmm. we're going to help the bigger stores which doesn't help us and there's nothing stopping random house from saying in a year or two you know that great deal we gave you now that we've killed diamond we've changed it completely totally so diamond only really do comics so they have a vested interest in making sure comics is healthy right for years, Diamond would bankroll the smaller stores. They would give them these giant terms, six months, a year to pay their dues, to keep them alive. I don't know that Random House is going to care. Yeah. So, guys, though. Oh, no, that's it. Just, just, it's, it, well, it's a very, it's an incredibly volatile market because, of course, like, Diamond is not entirely blameless, particularly given yeah. their response during COVID and, uh, you know, their ability to pay back, uh, you know, debts and uh, their, their ability to ship out books and how, like how slow the rollout was. Um, but, you know, it's, I think it's, the nail their coffin was them stating we can pay back some of what we owe. Yeah. Was, <laughs> like, the, was, was the milestone okay. like, and I don't they mean like, have publicly said it. That, 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 yeah. that the, the fact is like, you know, they have internal meetings all the time. Diamond, the big two retailers, there are retailer summits. Yeah, just have one of those over Zoom. <laughs> you didn't need <laughs> to make an official statement. Like I, don't <laughs> I feel like that was the beginning of the, like that led down the, the road we are now with Diamond. Yeah, because I mean, when you are WB and you are Disney, and you know WB is a little more lenient, but they both just want to shave that last penny yeah. off. Yeah, if you even hear through passing, there's a chance you're not going to get paid back. <laughs> of course, you're like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what I hear, I mean, the rumors are out there, but I've heard it from people that work at Warner's. They're actively trying to take DC to a mostly digital only model. Yeah, mostly you're totally right. Model, which is frightening. Yeah. It, well, it is. It, it isn't at the same time. And that's actually the next thing I want to ask you, because obviously you and Bad Idea are very much advocates for the comic book store, as are me and Sal. 
we get asked quite a bit, how do we feel the future of the comic book industry is going? Because of the fact that DC is leaning very heavy onto the digital side. Even Marvel's kind of dabbling a little bit more, getting more and more involved in the digital side. And then, of course, you have the entire argument of everyone who doesn't know how businesses work, who are like, they're all sh- killing comic book stores. But yeah. you have more information behind this kind of a thing. I don't, I, I've always said, I don't feel that the, it's my stance on the comic book store death, as everyone likes to put yeah. it is not that comic book stores are being killed by Marvel and DC, but they're being killed by the entertainment industry as a whole. Because the problem with comics in general right now is for $3.99, I can buy a comic, but for $8.99, I can get a snack in a movie theater and bring my wife out and have that. The amount of entertainment at our disposal for that same cost has gone as it's all evened out and comics are just, they're not leveling it out. You want me to spend 30 minutes on this or I could spend $60 in a video game. And that's right. Right. that is what we've tried to look. I don't think it'll work, <laughs> but that's what we've tried to do. A bad idea. So if you look at a bad idea book, we have the best production values. I'll go from the outside in. We have the best production values: spot gloss, twelve point cardstock covers, which are better than Marvel's trades. Yeah. Double matte laminate. The whole works. Anyone that picks up a book goes, "Wow, why can't they do this? Why can't Marvel do this?" You open the book up, you've got a custom interior uh, uh, front page and an exterior front page. The indicia. We hide little jokes in there. Got a A story, which is definitely longer than the regular 20 pages. In fact, I think ENIAC is like 30, 34 pages. Oh, wow. Got That's back- how you pronounce it. The whole time, ENIAC. ENIAC. I'm like, how, how do I say this? <laughs> We've got a B story. We're, we're calling a B side, which is an eight-page story. We try and make that new every time so the collectors get a first appearance. We've got a back cover that's always different. So what we're trying to do is say to the reader, and we charge a little bit more. So we, we say to the reader, for $3.99 or $5.99 or whatever the book is, different for each book, you're going to get more time in terms of entertainment value because we understand for $15 or depending where you live for $7, you can go watch a movie for two hours. So why buy a book for 15 minutes? Right. That's, that's been my argument since the beginning because if the argument is I can go spend $60 on a video game and I've got 20 hours of time spent or five of that dollars on a comic book, it's because that's become more of the issue. That's what I've always said. It's, it's not like, I love comics, obviously. And I like the way you're pitching that because it sounds like you're, you're making these comics for the collector. You're right. giving me a reason to buy the comic because that's the other problem. I yeah. think right now, everything transitioning to digital, the world is movies, video games, yeah. like NFTs. You literally artwork is going digital. JPEG. <laughs> Millions of dollars for JPEG. Say, like this is the world we live in. So there has to be a reason to go to the comic store there. Yeah. Like, and I've always said like the best that we've traveled the, the, the States, you've traveled the States. The most successful comic stores are the ones that see beyond the comic. Like we have game nights that we bring people in with like a coffee shop and things like that. That's what they bring them in with that. Yeah. You buy comics. Yeah. And you saying collector and collector in the industry is a dirty word, but Sal, Benny, you guys are collectors. Do you read comic books? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've not met, I'm sure there are, but I've not met a collector that doesn't read comic books. And so we've, as an industry, we've segmented them. We've said there's collectors and there's readers. But the truth is I came into comics through the Death of Superman and through trading cards and through Valiant and through that whole 90s bubble. And I read as many comics as anybody I know. I don't think speculation and collectability necessarily is, is a force that works against reading and loving comic books. And so what we've tried to do is say, here's something we can do for the reader. And on top of that, here's something we can do for the collector. And oftentimes they're both the same person. And I think the other publishers look at it and they go, we're fighting against theme parks and movies and video games who have better value for money. And all we can do is add more story pages. It's like, no, you can love the comic book in a different way. You can yeah. do little tiny little things all over the place. 
Damn. Yeah. Well, and, and what's interesting is I find that like that's been the argument forever. Ever you know when you when it was uh, the '70s, comics were dying because video games, and in yeah. the '80s, uh, you know, it was cable TV. In '90s, you know, it's rollerblading. <laughs> But like that, that was the no, taking no. it away. I'm, from just, I'm, I'm literally just pick it, but I'm, I'm, make, I'm making a joke. But like the fact is, like every Obvious. every generation, there's a new there's a new Obvious. competitor, and there's a new thing, yeah. and then and then and then. I mean, you mentioned eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine is like, you know, the entry level price for Disney Plus. It's like you could spend eight ninety nine on a trade, or you could spend eight ninety nine on literally a streaming service and watch everything yeah. ever made. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and so even doing budget prices like HBO Max now announced they're going to do a ten dollar one, but oh? you get ads. Oh really? Lucky everybody. <laughs> and I heard Disney Plus announced the raise today. But what you don't get is you don't get something physical, right? No, right. You don't. You don't. Something you can love. I mean, and... that, that, that's an argument we're having in the gaming industry right yeah. now, where they're like, "We're going to shut down these stores, and if you had a physical digital, sorry, yeah, like that's that's the end of it. We don't own anything anymore." Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think there's a way for comics to run into the physicality of it, and really, what. I can tell you what we're doing about it. We're not trying to be something everybody loves. We're trying to be something that some, we're not trying to be something everybody likes, I should say. We're trying to be something that some people love. And I think that comics can be that because you can, everybody can like comics when you watch a movie from the MCU or play a video game. But some people like us and probably the viewers love comics. And I think that the publisher should lean into that. Yeah, yeah. Because, because it seems as though by and large, most publishers are you know, whether they're, you know, whether they've been there for 20 years or five or two or one, uh, everyone's kind of like multi, you know, they're not thinking about the comic book industry and how to bolster it and how to fit. They're, they're trying to compete. They're trying to ape off of, they're trying to appeal oh, to, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's never just like we're making Marvel comics or we're making, you know, image comics. We're making movie pitches. We're making TV pitches that are in the, in, in a, in a sellable kind of like foldable, format right because that's what a comic book has become for a lot of people nowadays is they're just yeah, they're everybody. just pitches yeah, um even marvel yeah even yeah. Us, yeah. honestly even us well yeah we're not when we even make we even sit down and say we're gonna do this comic book because there's no way anyone would ever want to make this a movie or tv right. <laughs> yeah but we're in a weird place where there is that it, that doesn't exist anymore like there you know they were talking about how i remember brian k vaughn said something like uh, I, I deliberately engineered Saga so that it could never be adapted because no one would ever make that. And it's like, and then they made The Boys. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I guess they can yeah. really literally make anything. I remember, I remember the week he said that. I saw him three times that week at restaurants in LA. Mm-hmm. And he was like the head of Sony, the head of MCM, <laughs> and the head of Universal at the table. And I was like, right. And you know what know. they're talking about. Yeah. They're talking about Saga. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the industry is, is far from dead. The comic book stores this year have made more money, the Dirty Secret of Comics, more money this year than they've ever made. In fact, I've heard from every store I've asked about March, they said March was their biggest month in history. One of my local stores has, has said that during the pandemic, they have seen like record sales as a result of just more people being more available, more downtime, and the exposure of you know superhero comics, yes, but also just the, in general comics has either reignited older fans love or former love of comics and it's caused them to go back to the stores and i can tell you how many times i've been in a shop and i've heard an older person say i used to read and i'm like really like there's a new reader but an old reader that a lapsed reader yeah yeah Um, but yeah so you're saying the dirty secret comics and then there's this company bad idea and it's just bringing people in now (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i mean well, you are though you're, you're, i will 
I will but, say. Well, yeah, but you're still making a destination. You're making yes. an event. You're making a reason to go to right, the store. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. you know, I go to my comic store on a weekly basis, uh, every week or so. Like I pop in, grab a bunch of stuff. You know, the last comic I showed up for, like, I have to go get this comic. Which Fortnite. One? The Batman mm. Fortnite crossover. You had to get the physical for yeah. the code to yeah. play in Fortnite. Yeah. And it was the first time in years that I literally went to my buddy and was like, hey, man, we got to go to the comic store because I got to get this comic before he sells out. Yeah. Like, but I don't there's know no way it. he didn't. Right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if he pulled it for me or not. I don't want to risk it. Let's get over there. Like, yeah. Yeah. For years, it's been like, I'll just oh, get there sense. when I get there. This is the first time. So you've done the exact same thing, though. I mean, you're not giving away a Fortnite skin. If you could get that, you guys will be millionaires. But <laughs> I can figure that out. But we're, but we are doing our little version of it where we're saying we're not going to overprint the book. We're not going to be everywhere you want us to be. Right. If you want it, do a little work. And if you yeah. don't, that's okay. But you're you're it. making that collectible book with well-known writers, really good art. You're you're actually putting together a package people want, and then you're and then you're putting it at the consumer. You're like, hey, so we made a collectible book that is a great read. You gotta right. find it. Yeah, it's not just <laughs> it's not just like a chase variant cover. It's not just yeah. like a first appearance of a character that's like gonna be forgotten in a couple of years. We're you're talking you're engineering scarcity so that uh but but also couching it in a decent story, like in an actual, like in a readable, desirable book. <laughs> We're trying to have our cake and eat too. We do this thing called so this is this is fascinating. First print, second print, third print, fourth print fifth print, et cetera, right? In comics. Mm -hmm. It turns out there's no legal reason you have to do that. No. No one's stopping you. So when we figured this out, we thought, okay, we're going to do a first print and every other printing, we'll just call it not first print and we'll make them identical. So mm -hmm. no one can tell the difference. So with ENIAC number one, for instance, the book sold a lot. We did a first print and then sold a ton off of that. Every time we've gone back to press, we've made them identical. We call them not first printings. So in a way, that's our trade. Yeah. On the other hand, we're also being the collectors because but film and TV is what moves collectibilities right now. Yep. And we'd like to have our ducks in a row. So we built a sizable, there's a giant secret. I think I may have told you guys. I don't know if, I don't know if I've told you guys. There's a giant secret behind bad idea. Something that we locked in place. Is it a good idea? <laughs> to, be seen, to be seen. But it's something that will, that will, we're aware that the books are hard to find. And so there'll be a limited number of them. And then when we tell people what we're doing on this side, I think what it'll do is it'll just, it'll be like nuclear fire. Mm. So hopefully we'll be able to reward the people. That we should reward. reveal it here on our podcast. <laughs> it's like, no, I Thinking about it. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your co-CEO is like crapping their pants right now. Like, please don't do it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? We've got a spot. We've got a spot. If the, for, phone, if the phone rings in okay. a minute. If the Every phone year we're going to add a co-CEO. Do you guys, anyone interested? I come, right. with, I come oh, with free promotion. I come with free promotion. Funny, funny. I'll tell the story real quick and you might get a kick out of it. So Valiant, I, I don't know if you're aware of who they are, but Valiant. <laughs> they used uh, to publish comics, right? They, they, they oh. used to do it. They used to do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the, the, the guy in charge of their uh, PR and everything right now tweeted out that they're looking for marketing. And I texted him. I'm like, he goes, just send me resumes with a cover letter. That's what, that was his tweet. And I was, I texted him a cover letter. Cover letter says I'm the motherfucking comic story. And can I have the job? <laughs> what do you say? What do you say back? He called to make sure I wasn't serious. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. 
he was like, hey, just to let you know, like we could actually talk, but it's going to be way below the pay grade you're getting now. I'm telling you, and you're going to have to work 40 hours a week and I'm going to be your boss. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm planning around it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you should say that thing. You should pitch them being the CCL. Right. <laughs> they will not take oh, that job. Real, the two of you should do that. You go in there and just run it. Right. <laughs> and then I, we'll would, just, I would run it all right. Right into we'll, a brick wall. <laughs> And then we'll just hire all of the old crew, bring right. them back. <laughs> yeah. We'll supplant it. It'll be great. Yeah. I should say, by the way, the, the guy in charge of their PR is a really, uh, he's, he's, no, a, he's a great he's, guy. He yeah. works his ass off. He's a really great guy. Is it, is it, it uh, Greg Katzman, right? It is yeah, Greg yeah, Katzman. Yeah, yeah. yeah good yeah. thing. If I, didn't, if I didn't like Greg, I wouldn't have texted he him. Is, it's like, it's like when I text you things. They're going to snipe him. One of the other guys is going to snipe him one day. Oh, they're so going to be very lucky to get him. I remember back in the day, back when I would mess with you, Dinesh, all the time. Yeah. And Josh, who is the other individual we would work through with Valley back in the day, five, six years ago, yep. would have a heart attack because I'm messing with his boss and CEO and I'm just hardcore messing with you all yeah. the time. And then you would mess with me. So I always felt like it was okay. Poor Josh. <laughs> Poor Josh. Josh is our, Josh is up with that, man. Josh is our director of marketing now. The whole yes. crew is back. Adam Freeman's here, head of sales. You guys know Warren Simons. He's the co-CEO yep. and CCO. And then Hunter's here as well. And Bobby, we got this new guy. You guys got to meet Bobby. Bobby's, you guys to meet Bobby, but he probably won't be working for us anymore. Bobby's <laughs> pretty terrible. It's a ringing endorsement. Pretty terrible. Yeah, everyone in the chat, if you don't know, I, I mess with everyone. This Fans, is true. People I'm working with, other companies. <laughs> we do mess with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just how sure. I am, though. If I yeah. like you, I'll mess with you. If I don't like you, then I'm very straightforward and formal. Like, just yeah oh shit that's okay now i gotta watch out for that yeah, yeah if i ever get like straightforward and formal this is because i'm just trying to end our conversation right <laughs> <laughs> well or he knows that you messing with him like i've I, we've been there where you're like okay hang on a second we gotta i gotta stop messing around <laughs> yeah that was like oh, okay yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna go straightforward with you from now on i'm just gonna play the game yeah oh, we're gonna yeah yeah until one of you flinches <laughs> and i'll just be like okay well I feel, I feel like if me and dinesh were playing the up the ante game somehow we'd both end up like naked and alone i don't in like want to Mexico see that with like beers in our hands like how did we get here dinesh like, I, have, <laughs> I know i have seen you two in a in a, in a loud alcohol-fueled room together it is not a good idea just what are you talking about sal you are the craziest of the three I, well, yes You're, well all right so uh, yes like did i bomb the image party puppets. naked did i do a cannonball into a into a pool table <laughs> yes you really no no that was yeah. that was a great day though <laughs> No, I'm just uh, actually I was the only teetotaler at those parties. I'm like, we got to make sure we don't break anything in here. Uh, but no, yeah, we. Uh, but uh, I will say I should point out that um, I was at one of your uh, selected stores. Uh, my wife oh, yeah? and I took a took a tour around some comic shops in New Jersey. We hit up a shop called uh, Fortress of Solitude in Newark. Yeah, and they yeah. get uh, Eniac. Yeah, sure. uh, they yeah. had a little a little like kiosk set up on their counter that said there aren't any more <laughs> amazing really yeah That's they were great. gone i mean i shouldn't I, say that but no i mean it but it, it, but it's so i was like hey they're one of the stores <laughs> they're, That's, they're no, but that's exactly the reaction we want. We want the stores to feel like they have something special. Yes. We want people to walk in and say, oh, this is a bad idea store. It's sold out or they've got one left. I got to yeah. pick it up and try yeah. it. Yeah, I, I did. I was like, you, you don't have FOMO. any more. You they're want like, no. the fear of missing out. You want the FOMO effect. Yeah. We know you're putting it into comics. Like as much as I hate to say it, when it comes to normal comics, everyone's like issue one Oh six of Batman is the big reveal of this latest character. Sal's getting so much flack to that run. 
Yes. But I can find an issue 106 if I really wanted to. It's not going to like, you I don't have find to do it, but you got to pay. And that's, that's the real, like for me, it's like the, the frustrating thing for me about modern big two comics and their scarcity is that it's like, it's the same as it ever was. It's the same as it was 35 years ago. Same as it was 15 years ago. A character dies, a character shows up. In today's world, no one should be like, oh, I missed out on this issue. Like, or, oh, I, there's no way I can get that copy. Like, no, they overprint. They're all, they're everywhere. Every, yep. There's there's hole in the wall shops that like overordered. There's no way, there's no right. reason to have You're to right. overspend. And that's the thing we've tried to also geographic scarcity. Do you remember a time when the East Coast would have books and the West Coast wouldn't have books? Of course. Yeah. We're trying <laughs> to bring that back. It's crazy as that sounds. We're trying yeah. to bring that back. You don't, you don't want the subway situation where like two franchises are a block across from each other. <laughs> and like, <laughs> no, we, we actually have that in a couple places. North Carolina has that. And we see the orders come in and we see one store order a lot and the other store not. And we're like, it's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's always great. So I, I, normally- I love also, I love the stores. We have a few stores that yell at us and uh, you shouldn't be doing this. Well, fine. Leave the program. It's okay. And then I exactly. see the get bigger and bigger. And bigger. <laughs> leave the pro that's what i've always said like it's, it's like when we get our fans on our channels that want to give me crap about like i did something they didn't enjoy or i covered a book they didn't want i'm like go watch it yeah like, <laughs> just done some right. right but actually the wonderful thing one of the the benefits of having this program where we have rules and stores have to follow is we've kind of weeded out the stores that they're not bad stores they're just stores that can't sell our books they're marvel right. stores and so stores that are here are really well equipped to hand sell and to and to build their the bad idea fan base right in, in a way, it's actually been what was supposed to be a bad idea. It's actually been something we stupidly fell into that works. Right. Will you ever rename the company? Yes. Actually, we have a plan to. We're going to be announcing soon that we're going to go away. No, just no joke. <laughs> no joke. Because what would be I a bad like idea? You're, you're going you're gonna to death oh. of Superman yourselves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually what we call it. That's funny. Uh, we were thinking, okay, we've got the super hot company. It might be one of the hottest publishing companies in comics, maybe the hottest right now. What's the worst thing we could do? We could just say, we're so hot, we're going to go away. So <laughs> soon we'll be announcing that we're going to go away and then we're going to come back. We're going to completely rebrand oh because why would you do Because that? you can. Like, that's really yeah. what it feels like, you know, you are, you are playing. You're determined to fail. You're, you're playing with fire. Because we are. Like, when you guys, when you guys were working at, 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 at Valiant and you guys were running, you guys ran it the way that nobody runs it and the way that nobody runs any of those publishers yeah. at this point there is no other player but yourselves so you can kind of just go like well, wouldn't it be fun if we tried this or wouldn't it be there's no yeah there, there's there's no tether to you guys so you're there you have the freedom to be able to say like let's do this you know what like COVID happened let's completely redirect and we don't yeah. have to like suffer through a thousand board meetings in order to do it we could just yeah we could just we tried to build a, a very small speedboat and yes. Valiant had a kind of medium-sized tanker and you're right we tried to do everything everyone said it'd be great if publishers should do this fans want this retailers want this we tried to do all those things yep. and it worked but now we check that box and so can we see if there's another way yeah <laughs> yeah well and, and challenge yourselves to, to mess yeah. this up like it's the weirdest goal i've ever seen i want to fail stop letting me succeed I want to, yeah. Sal, we should start doing it with the podcast. We'll just, we want to do terrible. Stop watching. I, I feel like that would be a self-fulfilling prophecy. I feel like if I, if, cause I've, I've. If you went out there and said that, stop watching. People would watch. If you started doing the yeah. show at like three in the morning, 
I wouldn't be surprised if viewership. That's went fair. Up. Yeah, the reverse the, psychology approach of yeah. Don't like. Don't retweet. Don't reblog. Don't smash that like. Stay away from the like button. <laughs> small guys. Don't let your friends know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, keep us a keep us a close knit community. I'm gonna try that now. <laughs> it's not a hey bad guys, idea. everyone start unsubbing. I want to get my numbers way low. Oh. I'm hoping to get under hundred thousand. Just unsub. That would yeah. Go sub to Sal. Let's work. transfer subs. Let's transfer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Until I need you, <laughs> and then I'll call upon you, and you'll just okay. burst out of my channel like a cicada <laughs> on the ground. For like six weeks from now, you guys have me back on, and I'm like. I'm like destitute. What happened? Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> asking for money. We'll do, no, we'll see you in the background of Benny's video. You're like, I moved to Colorado. I live in his house now. <laughs> Sweeping. Hey guys, Kanesh <laughs> is here. Yeah. So don't, I, don't look at me. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so it turns out it was a bad idea uh, after all. No. I, so, but, I, yeah. Well, as I said, this part of the show, we normally move over to discuss some of the, some of the news. A lot of it's kind of light. If you just want to chime in with your thoughts on it, that'd be great. If you don't, give us your final bad idea pitch. You can step away. Do you want to talk news or do you want to step away? Uh, what I'm, is I'm the bad idea of that? <laughs> bad idea. It's bad idea. You know what? I'm actually I'm going to step away because I feel like we peaked. It's fair. It's <laughs> a good point. Peaked. That is a good strategy. <laughs> That's it. So I'll, I'll never hear from you again now. No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna do that that thing. That thing. The okay. Thing. The thing with the people in the. Marshes. Oh yeah, I know that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the texting thing that we were talking about. Right. 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 And I'm going to call right. Greg Cashman and try to, try to bring him over the bad idea. <laughs> you should totally. You should. Is he happy? Do you think he's happy? I, I, I think he I, is. Yes, I, I know for a fact. If I can say. Him, if you poach him, do it after my newest pitch gets through, okay? <laughs> When's that going to be? What do you think? Does uh, he approve pitches? No, he, I, no he's... The, He's he's on that he's on the the board of it I guess is what he said so we'll see we'll see yeah, well things are changing but, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys really like him I mean we we need he's him a great guy no yeah, I mean, no he really is he's a really the thing guy. is he also he loves the like he is he's a fan like he loves Valiant he loves working there he loves he wants to make it as good as possible and I think that's like the nice thing about like a lot of the things that we're seeing. Uh, you know not just from him but like yeah. i don't know if you picked up that shadow man book but it actually is pretty i did pretty it did good, it good. Yeah. right isn't it good it's like oh my yeah. god yeah. like i you know and it's it's, it's we just a, it's covered a it's going out on friday yeah but yeah no um yeah i liked a few things they've done i liked imperium not imperium sorry uh incursion yes the patinatal book with, with mm -hmm. Doug. uh that was really good and the rye book the rye good. book with yeah, dan, yeah. getting dan abnett genius yeah, move you know that that wouldn't be a bad idea <laughs> we, should, we should actually that's a good idea we only publish two books a month it's that's hard. true so yeah you got like well i got 15 pitches what the hell am i gonna do with two books what you still remember, if we stopped making new books we'd be three years before we published them all oh my god the crazy thing about that it's pretty exciting though good for that's you yeah. i'm um, just looking for a way to not just to go to hawaii just looking for a way to go to hawaii guys well, what you need you know, to do, you know, you and I need to have a business meeting over some mai tais in Hawaii. Sound good? Seriously, I'll see you next week. Get you, if you got your second shot, I'll see you next week. Are you there done? any comic yeah, shops in done? Hawaii? I'm done too. I'm a yeah. I'm a superhero now. <laughs> you should tell you. You fully vaccinated? I am fully vaccinated. Hold on, let me let me get the tracker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know Bill? <laughs> Melinda, I'm a Melinda guy. You know oh, that? well then, enjoy half because it's over. <laughs> right. I think it'll be the bigger half. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, he keeps giving it away for, like, charitable organizations. You know, what an idiot. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
anyway uh but no we're excited to see what's coming from bad idea uh even if i don't think Benny, you have, do you have a copy of any bad idea books? Because no, they still have a I, because neither do I. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to promote their book. It's amazing. It looks great. I haven't read it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've literally I've seen it like from afar. I've seen it at stores, and I'm like, ooh, but that's Comic like, Comic Tom has his books. So now oh, good. Tom has you, you know you know what I will say. You know what's a bad it. idea. You know what's a bad idea to book yourself on podcast and not send it to the podcast. <laughs> <host>. <laughs> it, depends. it depends. If the books are terrible, this is a wonderful idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> then no one knows. That's true. There's like a lot of Kickstarter books, but uh, no, I we we. Based on reaction, my assumption is it's good, and I have seen the art, and I do like the art. So yeah, and I love the idea of like spot UV, like the, everything you described about like the the printing of the books is so exciting because yeah. it's just like. That's what I want. I just want. It reminds me of like the old, like the old prestige books from DC, like back when yeah. they gave a damn, and yeah. uh, you'd get that's like it. these just beautiful like old book that's like a full thing. Yeah, people seem to like it. Not, not everyone's able to get the book. Which actually, I should plug one thing, which is please. Tomorrow is uh, Wednesday. We have a new book coming out, but the Wednesday after that, we're doing something a little silly. We're doing something called uh, we're putting out a book called Hank Howard, Pizza Detective in Caligula's Safe which is a dollar book that anyone can go in and get, uh, but it's only available for 24 hours. And we thought of, since it's May, Free Comic Book Day, everyone puts their best foot forward out for Free Comic Book Day, their most commercial, bombastic book. We thought, why not our least commercial, <laughs> bombastic book? Right? <laughs> it's, it's a parody, and I'm not sure anyone's going to get it. Which I'm very for. I will, speaking we from will, personal experience, we'll like, I, I thought that was a great idea. Like, I, I loved, you know, like, The Adventures of Baron Moonshaz. It's just, like, titles that have no bearing, that have no commercialability. Like, yep. when I kickstarted my first book, it was called, I, I, I deliberately called it something that was unmarketable. It's called Garth Kirby and the Cookbook of the Gods. Amazing. And it worked like wonders in terms of really? sales, let me tell you. <laughs> in terms of nobody heard of it and nobody bought it. But it's like the, the pizza detective. I'm like, oh my God, that's just Cookbook of the Gods all over again. I'm so excited to see that now. Or not, if I can't find it. I can't Before find I it. What, what is your Colorado store? I will drive there to buy this book. Colorado, hold on. I, I can, we have a whole website. Where oh, is badidea.com? Oh, oh no. All right, here we go. United States. Like is, you're getting a lot of extra information out of this now. I feel store, like I. Three stores. All right, you got Time Warp. You know Time Warp Comics and Games? I do. I yeah. recognize the name. I want more comics. Oh, wow. You guys have a great bunch of stores in New Jersey. Yeah. And we yeah. do. We've got Thingamajiggets. Do you know Thingamajiggets? I have no, I've never heard of them. He does Thingamajiggets. There's about three Colorado stores. So where far. is badidea.com? Yeah. You guys have Fortress Solitude, great store. Uh, Joker's Child, another great store. I want to know what your Australia stuff is. I want to go there. We've got all the good stores and flying cars. I think I'm near Time Warp. Where is Time Warp? It's not far from you. It's, I think it's in. Chat now is just like they're watching us go like shopping, basically. Right. I think Time Warp is in. Uh, Boulder. In Denver. Oh, Boulder. Boulder. That's like thirty minutes away. Yeah. That's not far. They're a great store. Yeah, Boulder. Yeah. Boulder. I'm gonna talk to Mike. Sorry. Colorado is all the best stores, man. I remember growing up seeing Mile High Comics ads in every in every shop, and I'm like, I'll never get there. And then thanks to Benny, I was able to go. We got to go. We went for denver comic-con which i think is dead and uh oh i think it's going back now oh good yeah. well uh but they had shuttles like mile high has shuttles at that con just taking you to mile high comics got to go and i was like okay. i'm here hey nine-year-old <laughs> me we did it <laughs> nine-year-old me we did we it. could spend three times the price on this <laughs> all right all right i found it it's an hour away so tomorrow no. he said i gotta go tomorrow i gotta go get it tomorrow tomorrow no, next Wales week Hill. 
X Rocks and Minerals is our new book. It's a $10 book. It's 72 pages. It's Tony Millionaire and Anna Polina, once again, all the bad ideas. <laughs> yep. So Miyazaki and Pixar and a $10 book. Wow, you know, oh, that's it. a sell. And then the 12th, the Wednesday afterwards, is Hank Howard, Pizza okay. Detective all right. in Caligula Safe. So I got to go tomorrow and, and next Wednesday. Sold, yes. I should mention, it's black and white. Oh. Except for the cover. We colored the cover just to upset everyone. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's just classic comics. Right, is, that's the comic book rule, yeah. Yeah. The backup's yeah. also in color. Just not the main. What? <laughs> oh, but the backup is in color. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it's a terrible idea. I think you should, your rename should be, we went for bad idea. Worst. Terrible idea. Worst idea. Oh, that's the trilogy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bad idea, terrible idea, worst idea. Amazing. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Dinesh, guys. everyone, uh, go to whereisbadidea.com. Find out where you can get your bad idea books. New book dropping tomorrow. Get that 24-hour dollar book next Wednesday. Hopefully, you're near a bad idea destination store. And I'm hoping one day they'll send me a book. That'd be cool. You know? <laughs> they should yeah. arrive this week. This week. Oh, sweet. You guys have said that for four weeks. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Real, really will. They will. Uh, anyway, check. guys, thank you so much today. Seriously, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll Thanks, be in guys. touch real soon. Whenever you want to chat more. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. All right. You know what's a great idea, Sal? What's that? Talking about moving some over to our movies? topics. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna kick off today's today's uh, news portion of our show. Uh, read the latest issue of Fortnite. Oh, good. I don't Snake know if eyes, I like right? it or dislike it. No, Snake Eyes is next week. So oh. this week is him coming up with a plan to figure out Fortnite. So he's marking all the notes down at his gauntlets and everything. But that yes. was teased in the trailer last week. So the big reveal that Batman is figuring out Fortnite really wasn't a big reveal if you saw the trailer. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't see the trailer, it's pretty cool. He's narrowed it down. The reason he keeps resetting is because he's trying to survive with Catwoman. So he let her win and get the victory royale. And now she's gone. Oh, <laughs> so we don't know what that means. And then he found Harley Quinn. So and he's like, you're more marketable. <laughs> well, you want to say that, but they also tore up Catwoman's outfit. So it's like top midsection open bottoms, all pants. I'm like, oh mm -hmm. yeah, you know what you were doing with that? With that? Yeah. Design. We pad made you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still doing really good. I'm super enjoying it. Uh, well, uh, but let's move on to the next one. What, what have you read today? Oh, I don't think I've read anything. <laughs> I've been well, all over the place today. I've been so busy with like everything. Uh, yeah, no, I have not. I have not well, read anything. I went through all the DC comics I cared about. Oh, good. So I, Teen Titans Academy has a new speedster. Yes. Her name is Bolt and she has no legs, which is kind of a cool idea because she's literally got, she's a, she has prosthetics she runs on, but she has like uh, meta human speedster stuff. Okay. In uh, they specified in Suicide Squad today. Yes, Suicide Squad. Uh, that she is, uh, she's a metahuman who wants to be speedster. So like, mm. she's not speed force level. They were trying to recruit her onto the suicide squad. They've also revealed Connor's a little messed up mentally. That's why he's on the squad. Oh, geez. Yep. Let's yep. just wreck him up some more. <laughs> but what I realized today when red X also showed up in suicide squad, they're trying to keep that continuity steady again. Like they always do at the beginning of every era of DC and in about a year, it's going to be all over the place. Yes. But right now, they're all trying to co like work together. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck. Yeah. 
I hope it works out for them. <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was pretty cool. I'm digging that one. Uh, I also read the new Batman. They oh, made nice. another new character. Oh, good. I love new characters. And I love I, the, I love them in the span of a year. Uh, this one is, what is her name? It's on the cover. Dan, do you have it handy? He does not. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I have. I have. Miracle, Miracle Molly. Molly. Oh, I heard about Miracle Molly already. Like that was, they were already getting people ready for Miracle Molly. I've heard like there's already cosplayers in Miracle Molly. Like they, yeah, no. Man. Well, her design's pretty cosplayable. Yes. It looks like it was made for cosplay. That wouldn't surprise me at all. It's literally tights that are leopard printed with green, a jacket, green hair, and face paint. They were like, what would make cosplay super easy <laughs> right like okay so you got your you got your punchline cosplay ready to go well how about miracle molly too how about ghost maker and they've also the already put her on a pedestal uh which may or may it may or may not go somewhere i wouldn't say that they marry suitor yet yeah but he showed up as matches malone and she immediately knew it was batman <sighs> I uh <laughs> this is this is one of the reasons why i'm only reading detective and i'm really enjoying it by the way <laughs> The tech has been really good. I'm really digging Great. it. Great. Yeah. Uh, the new Robin from last week was awesome too. I also dug the new Robin. I don't like Damien, but I did like that series or I did like that issue. It's a fun debut. Yeah. Robin so, on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but yeah, Miracle Molly was interesting. Uh, the way they did it was he shows up as matches. Immediately she knows someone's in a disguise. Right. She's like, oh, take off the fake mustache. And I'm just thinking like, so she's the one that figured out that's a fake mustache. Right. No one has ever figured out matches Malone. The, the 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 top crime bosses in all of Gotham, every villain. I think Matches Malone is like met ma like major supervillains who knew Batman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But she figured it out, but she didn't know it was Batman. And then she figured out it was Batman later because she recognized the voice because he spoke to her at a radio mm -hmm. and he didn't react to the sight of being over Gotham. Okay. And I'm like, I buy it, and we could lean into that, but they're Those who will defend too it. many gimmies. Like this, this better be the only gimme that we're given Miracle Molly. Like, I, I bet it won't be. <laughs> <laughs> like she made that conclusion real quick. And I'm going to do the gimme of like, we had to do it to progress the story. Yep. So, like, and I'm okay with that. But if she starts figuring out everything else about Batman, like. I'm, uh, uh, if I'll she's a Robin by the end of the year. <laughs> Miracle Robin. Yeah. Robin Molly, Molly Robin. I think just Robin. It's just she'll have like a crazier costume. <laughs> Yippee. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on in Mar uh, DC right now. Yep. So. And Marvel doesn't come out until tomorrow. So. Yep, so we can't <laughs> talk about that. So let's look at some of this. Uh, new news. Tom Taylor is going to be writing the new Superman book, Son of Kal-El, focusing God. on Jonathan Kent. This was almost a great thing. This was like something where I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's I, Tom Taylor doing a friggin' alternate thing. I mean, and it is in continuity because like Superman is leaving, but it's like future state all over again. Like, well, I like this. I do wish, and this is a Bendis is what did this. I wish uh -huh. this was thirteen-year-old John. Me too. I wish it was like John, who's young and isn't very confident. Yeah. This is older John, who's kind of confident. Like, I, yeah, I, I liked that young Jonathan. I, I, I hate to say it because we're all, we all whine about it, and DC I know want to do it, but. But I do too. Like yeah. uh, that's that's why he appealed to me was what was being able to grow up with them. But but at the same time, the problem I have with this book right here and what because th this is the issue I had with if if the aging of Jonathan was wasted and pointless, which as it turns out it was, uh, that's where I have a problem with it because 
what it boils down to is Superman's leaving and we got Superboy again. We're yep. literally doing the Superboy stories from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. We're just mm-hmm. doing Superboy again. You're not creating something new. You're retreading old ground. You're, you're, you're not even doing that. You're doing Philip Kennedy Johnson's Superman book again. Like the, that Future State book. That was oh, yeah. literally the plot of Future State. Like we just did this. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Future State is still going. I am aware of that, and <laughs> I'm Batman ignoring one. it. It got the future state is coming out. Oh my god, <laughs> that's right. Every time I'm, I hear that, I'm like, oh. Oh I yeah, that's another thing too. Over in the Batman 108 that just came out, Peacekeeper zero yep. one has been made. Oh, thank so, goodness. So we're running into that same problem that you and I are right now are complaining about, where it's like we're just getting back to future state. Yeah. Like, are we going to hit a point where they're like, now go read the future state book from a year ago, and then we're going to jump to afterwards? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I just won't. <laughs> like that's what i do with these books nowadays i, I don't gripe i don't fr- get frustrated i just go like nah well nope no nope. well, i mean i do too but we're doing a podcast where we gripe and nitpick this is true yeah funny funny side note for those who don't know sal and i run another channel called absolutely marvel in dc where we talk about some of your favorite tv shows movies trailers stuff like that yep there was a comment today uh i don't need to hear you guys disclaimer about uh i, th- you know, I, I think we're all tired of hearing you guys uh, disclaimer about opinions at the beginning. Can we just get into the reviews? And I'm just thinking to myself. Skip ahead. Like, I was like, I was like, one skip ahead. Two. What's we all? That the, the viewers have a meeting. Yeah. Like- <laughs> uh, I'm just such an arrogant jackass. I feel like I could speak for the comment section. Thank you for reminding me to stay out of here. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Give me a break. So I'm excited that it's Tom Taylor. Not excited that it's John. I think is the no. Way to put this. That's the thing. Yeah, Tom Taylor. Yay. John? No. So, okay. So we got the surprise cameo of Valentina Allegra de Fontaine in Falcon Winter Soldier was originally supposed to happen in Black Widow prior to all of the setbacks. I'd heard that too. Head writer of Winter Soldier and Falcon had no idea about this during the creation of the show. That's right. I had also heard, because like, who cares? But I had also heard that apparently they wanted Spider-Man to show up in the show. And And Feige was like, no <laughs> apparently feige also said forever ago i saw this in a different article dr strange was going to be in wandavision yes and he they had vetoed to... it they vetoed it because they didn't want to take it away from wanda yeah and that they had to rewrite some of the dr strange movie because it was going to hinge on what his appearance was in the wandavision show yeah so they're like oh we have to change the movie now so that was that's weird and interesting yeah I yeah like that. That I was, it, I was, I, I remember like literally, I was watching Falcon Winter Soldier. They're in, the, they're in the city, and I think it was like you know one of the scenes where like Bucky's doing whatever. And I was like, wouldn't it be so cool to see Spider Man just swing by? That's all I wanted to see was just Spider Man swing by. And Tiffany I, goes, he can't be in everything. And then I hear that the showrunner wanted him in there. <laughs> what blows my mind about Spider Man being in the show, and this is the issue I think we have with the MCU. In the comics, we accept that he's not around, or he can just swing by and they could just draw him in the background. Yeah. And in WandaVision, it was easy to accept because it was in that self-contained town. Yes. But in Falcon Winter Soldier, they kept going to big cities. Yeah. <laughs> well, and for me, it's like the thing that the thing that I want is the kind of stuff where it's like they're in the background. Like I wasn't expecting Tom Holland to be on the set. I just wanted to see them, the CG department go like, let's just put him. Have like Bucky look up because as you recall, the last time that like Bucky and Spider-Man interacted, Spider-Man like grabbed his arm and punched him in the face. You know, like him just looking up going like every freaking three days, I got to see this kid. <laughs> like that'd be so fun. That's all you needed. And like, you know, Sebastian doesn't have to freaking look. He just he's just looking at a, at a green wall anyway. <laughs> 
It's fine. Well, you know, speaking of more Falcon Winter Soldier stuff, yes. uh, it's also come out that they wanted to change the name of the Winter Soldier, but it was just kind of vetoed from up high. Mm. But they do feel that he's moved beyond Winter Soldier. Do you think that they're going to drop? I, I don't understand dropping the name Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's like that's that's become his superhero name. It's kind of his. I I would be okay. He, see, here's the problem: is what do you call him? And I, I I immediately went to Nomad. That was my first thought. Was like, oh, yeah. make him Nomad. And people were calling him White Wolf because of White the Wolf name. Yep. I'd be fine. I'd be. I'd take that one too. But it's um, just not going to be recognizable like Winter Soldier. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. I I, I agree. Uh, I mean, it's the big issue with X-23 to Wolverine. Yes, she should be Wolverine. She was Wolverine. We can call her Wolverine. Right. But so but is Logan. At the, at, yeah, but at the end of the day, to differentiate, we're either going to say female Wolverine or X-23. That's Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's true. I, I, I was... They didn't also wor- work into the narrative of the show Winter Soldier like being a name he doesn't want. You know what I mean? Like they 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 referenced it, but there's no like... There's no new identity for him in the show. It's not like right. they, it's not like he is a nomad or he is a white wolf. Like they, they do reference white wolf, but they don't like they don't make it a thematically relevant thing that like whereas Sam, he he is Captain America. Like when 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 say when Steve handed you the shield, you were Captain America. Yeah. And it took you a whole show to accept it. Like you've always <laughs> been Captain America. Whereas Bucky it's like you're Winter Soldier and you're sad and by the end of the show you're less sad but you're still the Winter Soldier I'm sorry (laughs) well that's how he is even in comics now is he's still the Winter Soldier there's a a whole comic series where there are other Winter Soldiers yes and he's still the Winter Soldier (laughs) oh that's because like nobody at Marvel Comics knows what the hell to do with him anymore and it hasn't since he stopped being Captain America like I I feel like he's just been in a holding pattern the last time they gave a, a good try was Original Sin where he was the man on the wall and nobody bought that book. And when I say nobody, I don't mean you in the comments. I know you <laughs> and the three other accounts you use to thumbs up your comment agree with yourself. But like, you know, you know what the funny does? I get this one guy that's like, I feel personally attacked. Swap account, like a swap account. Like. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, you are. Congratulations. Uh, if you have multiple accounts to vote your own comments, you are too sensitive. Get over it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I feel like. There is no, the, the funny thing is, you know, Marvel, I'm sure Marvel Studios is like, thank goodness that like there was a period where Marvel was just like, next thing, next thing, next thing, because like they have a roadmap, you know, like Chris Evans, like, I don't know if I want to be Captain America anymore. That's cool. We got Sam. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is like, I think I'm done. That's okay. We got Riri. Yeah. Really? Like there's a, there's a, cause I can imagine Downey Jr. is like, I don't know who that is. You know, like, oh, don't okay. worry. There's, there's a black female Iron Man. You're good. I know this is the tangent. I know we never really touch on it. I'm going to be the guy that puts Chris Evans on blast finally. <laughs> Can we just say how annoying that was every year? I don't want to be Captain America. Listen, I, I want to direct Marvel. Like, Go for it. You're, you're making you're... multi-million dollars walking around at a shield. And yeah. we both know that you're not working out just because of the movie. Right. You're, you're that guy. Just accept your Captain America roll with the punches yeah go sit in your multi-million dollar mansion and enjoy yourself i i oh think my god i mean listen he he seems like a incredibly lovely person that he i would does. i would love nice. to meet uh but yeah like shut up go make That's- your i mean like cap doesn't have to be in everything so it's like cap cap doesn't need to be the the the, the linchpin to everything but he can show up you know he can just- be there 
I mean, he seems super friendly and I've seen him behind the scenes and he seems like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. But I would tell the nicest guy in the world to just stop whining about it. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, like my, my assumption is it's a, it's an, it was always a negotiation tactic, you know, cause like the audience will, if, if you're like a Chris Evans fan, then you have already vehemently defended him against attacks online by saying the following. Chris Evans is a creative person and he really wants to direct because he's, yeah. he's had that narrative out there and he's had the continuity of constantly responding and with that kind of comment. But it's also a great negotiation tactic where it's like, it is public knowledge that I would like to direct. Yeah, no, it, would, it is. And so, but like, so, so if I walked away from the role, it wouldn't be an upset. It wouldn't be like if, uh, uh, Robert Downer Jr. Robert Downer Jr. Never once said he wanted to leave and he just kept getting more money. And and he, even he, to this day, he said I heard, he'd come back. <laughs> I heard he indicated that he was kind of like he was kind of wrapping up. Like that's why Iron Man three ends the way it does. It's like just in case he he decides he wants he doesn't want to do it anymore. But like Chris Evans is one, doing those that thing where he was negotiating in public, where he's like, "There's a continuity of me leaving, so I'll come back. I mean, I will come back, but like you gotta you gotta treat it like I'm not. So you gotta give me twenty five percent more." Right, right. And no, and I agree. And I get, I get that was, it was just, I feel like every other month it's like Chris Evans is leaving the role of Captain America. Yeah. What's MCU going to do? They're not going to do nothing because he's not going to leave. Yeah. Like, I just stopped <laughs> listening to that. I was like, yeah. listen, just give him the next Ant-Man movie. Let him direct the next Ant-Man movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let it like, give him a movie that like, it doesn't matter who directs it. And uh, and see if he can do it. You know what I mean? Like they let Frakes direct like every other episode of TNG and he became a film director after that. And he directed the one TNG movie everybody likes. So Didn't like- he also direct that Ridley's, believe it or not, like- He was on it. it. That yeah. they turned him into like a meme for. Yeah, he's wonderful. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes, you man. You were I, wrong. You were <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrong, dead wrong. No way, we made it up. <laughs> he's amazing. Oh, he is, he is. He's my spirit animal. Anyway, but yeah, no. Forget it. Um, all right. So next up we got, so we can keep moving through these topics. Andrew Garfield says is stating that he has not yet received a call to be in the Spider-Man movie. And as things currently stand, he is not in Spider-Man. Okay. That's just bullshit. We know that is he's, that's just PR bullshit. Yeah. They, there's literally reports of them delivering pizzas to him in an Airbnb on the set of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've heard that too. I, I mean, like, listen, the movie's done. Like I think the movie's yeah. done being shot. So it's like, I don't know where this is coming from. I guess it's just like Garfield was the one there's rumors that like, because he didn't show up to like a Sony Japanese shareholders meeting, or he was a jerk at the meeting. They, they wrote him out of the Spider-Man movies and they had to yeah, be cast. No, that, that's supposedly how it went down. So or not- my, my guess is, you know, he's just playing ball, you know, where it's like, you know, if, if they tell him, don't say you're in the movie, he's like, I'll just say I'm not in the movie. Like, okay, yeah. until you want me to, to, until you tell me to tell to tell them, I will just say I'm not in the movie. I know this. If you look at it, there's a lot of stuff behind the Andrew Garfield getting pushed out of Spider-Man. And yeah. it doesn't look like it was all on him, but the way no. it, it flowed out and the way it looked, it, it does look like it was a lot of Sony, but it was also him. Yeah. And it seems almost like the Ray Fisher uh, yeah. Hamada situation where it's just two guys that are just, their egos are so big, neither wants to back down. Because mm-hmm. that's, at, at the end of the day, I... I don't care about the whole, the overarching Hamada Ray Fisher storyline. No. I've expressed my opinion on the whole thing that it's just, once the, the stuff was done, it just needs to be over. Yep. But it just seems like 
each side wants the last word. And I feel yes. like that's what happened with the Sony president and mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield. It was like, no, 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 no. You can't force. I'm Spider-Man. You're not going to do it without me. Right. Like, <laughs> we could do it without you. We could do it without you. Yeah. Garfield being like, you're not doing it without me. I showed up today. They're like, you're fired. And he's like, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Are you guys making any more social network movies? I mean, he's a good actor. He'll be fine. He is a good actor. And he had quite a few roles after that. It's not like he was dead in the water. No. But I do feel like you always hear those stories of like actors and famous people being humbled by these situations. Yes. So, so it I, could be. I, I could agree. I agree with you. If they were to tell him, you just tell people you were not there. He's just doing it just to yeah. play ball right now. He's like, well, I know you'll fire me. Like. <laughs> most of my appearance will probably be cg because i'll be in a spider-man costume so like i know you can erase me yeah because all they have to do is like swap him out with spider ham from the into the spider-verse movie or nicholas cage as spider-man noir and it's like people are still be thrilled to see that movie i could see them being petty about this and just kind of being like every scene where you are without a mask you are not with tom holland so we can cut you yeah <laughs> exactly and then, and then he's just he's in a cg mask and every other scene for that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> could you imagine oh that how petty that would be yeah uh andrew i need you to move over an inch uh mm-hmm. give me another foot yeah okay yeah perfect yeah, key him out done <laughs> yeah i i mean we know sony yes they are that petty <laughs> yeah <laughs> I heard an interesting rumor. This is just this is just because we're you know this is our show. Uh, <laughs> we do whatever we want on this show. I uh, I heard a rumor, and I don't know how true it is, so I'll throw it out to the internet because the internet will meat grind it for me. That Avi Arad, who is notorious for having the worst ideas and the worst decisions, and he's responsible for everything you hate about every Spider-Man movie ever made and every Spider-Man cartoon ever made, uh, post '90s. That he is the reason for a lot of decisions regarding the MCU Spider-Man, including the absence of Uncle Ben. Well, haven't they outright said anything that's ever been in another movie, they're just going to cut? Yeah, and I hear it's just because Arad wanted to have, like... Because Arad has always wanted to, like, control and have Spider-Man, and he's, like, you know... You, you should have seen him, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, look up the Oscar Awards acceptance speech for Sony when into the Spider-Verse one, you can see him there wearing his friggin' baseball cap and you can watch, you can see different executives like getting in front of him to keep him from coming to the microphone. But that uh, he kind of resents the Disney deal and was like, so any, like you can have Spider-Man, but you can have any of the stuff that makes him Spider-Man that like I know is responsible for Spider-Man. Um, I'd heard that was the rumor and that the new Sony Disney deal that was penned also included the exclusion of Alrad. That like, I, don't be surprised if Uncle Ben shows up in the next movie. <laughs> I I know the constant argument is that Tom Holland is not the Spider-Man that we want. He's nothing like the comics. I want to hear so that. He's with, he's with Tony Stark. I get mm-hmm. all that. I do. Shut up. Yeah. I'm not against it though. I'm not. Like, I love Spider-Man. I, yep. you, and, you and I, Sal, we're big Spider-Man fans. This is true. Yeah, I love the whole spider family. You could just throw the word spider on anything and I will read it, watch it. Like, <laughs> Oh, not me. I, it's Spider-Man, Peter Parker, I'm in. And maybe Miles, but like, that's it for me. <laughs> I'll, do the, I'll do the whole Spider-Verse of people. I'll do the whole Spider- yeah, uh, I like Spider-Gwen. I like Silk. I, I like don't. Silk, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, but, good, good segue, but keep going. I will say, oh, is, is the next topic on here? It's one of them. 
So Sony Spider-Man is having a Silk spinoff because I like Silk. <laughs> That's right. They're get, she's getting her own TV show. What were you going to say? What was your point? And then we'll talk about the, the show. The point I was going to say is like everyone's whining that it's not the Spider-Man. But the fact is, it's kind of like the argument with like the Superman thing where it's like we've had that version for right. so long. Let another version exist. So the RERAD, nothing you know version, I'm not against. But I will admit I'd love to see a scene of him just swinging through the city yeah. talking to his uncle Ben. That'd be great. <laughs> like, yeah. That's all I, yeah. Like I I've had two very like steeped MCU Spider-Man movies. I love them in the MCU and I want to see that. And I still want it to be intrinsically connected. Uh, but I also would like to see some like hardcore regular Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like the iron spider suit, but yeah, we, it's we can- fine. At no point have we gotten a normal Spider-Man. No, the homecoming suit is for me one of the best Spider-Man suits on film. I love that suit. Do you? I do. I think it's got a voice in his head. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. The suit. Not like all the stuff. Just like (laughs) it looks great. It even has the fat red spider that no one does. That's my that's my suit. I I play the the, I play PS4, the the PS4 game just to see that suit in action. Anyway. All right, but speaking of Silk characters yeah. and having other characters. Spider characters, yeah. Uh, the only problem I have with Silk being a TV spinoff. Right. You're kicking a TV universe off that's going to be linked to the Spider-Man universe with Silk? What a nightmare. Yeah, like, I like Silk, but yeah. why not, like, a more iconic character instead of someone so obscure? It's just... Like, okay, it's so a- if, if you couldn't use Miles or Peter for a TV right. show, because they're right. going to stay in the movies... Who would you use? Silver Sable. That is a weird decision. <laughs> like, because that's a character they have. Like, well, I, I would I would have said any other character in the Spider-Verse. Uh, like, yeah, like a Spider-Ham animated series, a Spider-Man Spider-Ham, noir show. Spider-Man noir fun. show, Spider-Pen, uh, Spider, the Penny Girl. What's it? Spider- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider. Like, yeah. Way- sp- sp- yeah. Uh, I would also just take a Peter B. Parker show. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you could, there's a number of things you could do before going to Silk. Or make it a Spider-Verse show. Why isn't every episode like a three-episode arc of a different Spider-Person? Yeah, that's You're going to do Silk? Yeah, Spider-Gwen show would have been the way to go. Yeah, Spider-Gwen would have been perfect. Especially because Silk's origin is connected to Peter's. Like, you have to address it. And the show is not going to be... It's not going to look very good. (laughs) So it's going to be, like, weird. Ah, well. It's a weird decision to go with Silk. We'll see all if all the Spider yeah. family. That you yeah. They say the filming is will begin in August. We'll see if it ever happens. Yeah. Um, first, look at the Miss Marvel costume from the set. Did you see that? I did. I think it was like I was amazed by like this How weird. Accurate. Yeah, this era of accurate Marvel costumes in the MCU. I was like, wow. Yep, that's Kamala. Yeah. And she looks good in the role too. She's like smiling and everything. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a great show. Yeah. Yeah. And and a good captain marvel sequel movie because she's gonna be in that we're in that (laughs) she's gonna be in that with the marvels her monica rambo and kamala khan are gonna be in that one it's gonna be interesting to see i can't Uh, wait invincible has already been renewed for seasons two and three they couldn't wait to tell you (laughs) did you see the uh the video of kirkman calling uh the i think it's steven yoon the voice for mark and telling him that there is a season two and three no they released a little video where kirkman's just like Hey man, got some news. That's cute. I'm like, oh, that's nice. That is a fun way to do that. All right. He's pretty hyped. Uh, there's a show based on Naomi. So for those who don't know, Naomi is a character that Bendis made. He was, she was a part of the Wonder Comics line. Yep. 
The biggest issue I have with this is now that Bendis is writing Superman, uh, Justice League, she is the most powerful character in DC. Yeah, yeah. She's on the Justice League. She's super important. She, the If you've never read the Naomi miniseries, ladies and gentlemen, you should because not only is it fun and it's classic Bendis, but also Jamal Campbell's art is next level. Yeah, I like the uh, art for that one. That, that, oh, that first trade is phenomenal. So check, they, out, check, check that out. They touched on it being the White Lantern powers that she's tapping into. Is that actually mm. where it ended up becoming? I, I didn't see that in that book. <laughs> that was all okay. I read of Naomi, but I didn't get that. Well, because um, she sees the White Lantern symbols and stuff like that, like the symbols right. of some of the lanterns early on. That's funny because, you know, Bendis also referenced or rewrote like history for the White Lanterns in Batman universe. So yeah. you could tell Bendis has like a hard on for the White Lantern verse and not paying attention to whatever the hell Jeff, Jeff Johnston did with it. <laughs> Well, it, I will give him this. At least with the White Lanterns, there's like no history. Right. Like they, they're, it, they, but they weren't they invented for Blackest Night? Like, didn't it, they didn't exist? Yeah. And they show up and then they do Brightest, Brightest Day. Brightest Day, which nobody liked. And they uh, don't explain anything in it. Good. This is like, we're, we're just like this omnipresent. Yep. Help you with things. And then they turned Kyle into Space Jesus for a little while. Yep. <laughs> I, I do recall Space Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good for Bendis is getting his pay, getting another payday. All right. Yep. I, I do find it a bit weird though, that of all the characters the CW could tap into, they went with Naomi. I am not surprised by that in the least. That's, no? that is, they're like, are you kidding me? Like Bendis created miles. We're trying to get lightning in a bottle here. It's a, okay. it's, it's a black female lead. Um, her powers are nebulous. We can like, we've already done a bunch of test subjects like with star girl and other shows to like, to showcase a show that's going to be about teen drama that also has powers in it like now this is this is a no-brainer for them and a no and, and a and a must skip for me because it's a cw show about teenagers pass i like mean I, I saw the black female lead but i was looking at it as i didn't think about the bendis miles connection i was thinking like there's plenty of other black female leads you could probably tap into that are oh, sure in the dc universe oh, you, and stuff like that here's a here's a quick pitch uh john henry irons's niece yeah that's the and, show. And that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, there's got to be other ones than this new character that they just created. Yeah. Because Icon like and Rocket would have been a great show. Yeah. yeah. No, it, well, that's the thing is that it's just, it's just that it, you know, it's, they, what's, ca- her, what's her name? Bumblebee? That's another one. Yeah. Bumblebee Icon would be fun. Bumblebee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, you know what it is with, with Naomi, there's not enough, no, the hardcore fans won't be, won't, won't complain if we make shit up for our new show. Yeah. That's true. Cause there's only well, like that- six issues. That seems to be the MCU approach to a lot of things too. Like we're going to yeah. get a character that's so obscure. If you're arguing about it, we don't care. Right. <laughs> oh no. A lot of people are mad about Moon Knight. <laughs> I, listen, Moon Knight's not that obscure, but still like obscure enough in their, in their eyes for them to yeah. use that example. Anyway, I, I won't be watching the show. <laughs> the Black Knight is like, we got Kid Harrison to be the Black Knight. What do you guys know about the Black Knight? Nothing. Knight, Knight in black. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's got a sword. Which recently one? They made it, recently, they made it Nell's sword. I mean, that's all oh. I got for you. The Ebony Blade you know is that? his... Mm, no, I did not know that The Ebony they made Blade it. is attached to Null and was used by Conan in the ancient era when Conan was in touch with a, a symbiote. I read every King of Black Tie and so. Nice. <laughs> well, the Ebony Blade speaks to Conan. It's when he had a symbiote. They touch on that in Savage Avengers. Okay. Yes, the I Black, saw that. The Black Knight is on his own adventures with his own Null-based sword. Mm-hmm. it's it's yeah black knight has his own book and uh it, it throws all that away <laughs> i've read way too many tie-ins to what is going on with king and black the king and saying. friggin black i know 
it will never go away. They just showed him up in, I think, Future Fighter, one of those. No! <laughs> I was like, no, I don't I'm want I'm shot. Where is that null figure slash statue? I still can't believe there isn't a null figure or statue. Yeah, how have they not made it? Um, is there a null toy that we both just missed? No, I promise you. That if you see it, it's going to be a custom job. I'm looking at null Hasbro. No good idea. Nope. 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 Null diamond, maybe? <laughs> null toy. Oh, no, not diamond. Uh, sideshow. No, it's just custom. Everything's custom, like you said. Weird. Isn't that weird? That is so weird. Because the design's not even a terrible design. And it's easy to replicate. Like, you could just, you know, because... Hate to hate to burst everybody's bubble, but like those Hasbro figures, they made like four of them and they just interchanged the parts. So it's like uh, the old school GI Joes. Like yeah, yeah, you could just yeah. If like take a look at the coats. If you see any of the any any Hasbro Marvel Legends figure with a coat, same coat, same torso. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Last apparently that we're also they're also doing a Yara floor show. Really. If they do it with her doing adventures in Brazil or in the Amazon. Oh, that's right. I heard that. Yes. If they do that, I'm on board. If they do, Yara Flores in high school. Oh, my God. (laughs) I bet she will be. Degrassi Wonder Woman. Can't wait. Um, All right. So last topic. Jeremy Rayner reveals that Marvel's Hawkeye has wrapped filming. When is that even coming out? I've heard nothing I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. All I I do know is, again, another screen accurate or, or comic accurate suit for both Kate and Clint. Yeah. I'm, hold on. I'm looking for this release date. We got to see what this release date is. Yeah, right. When is this freaking show coming out? 2021. Thanks. That doesn't help. What? Uh, really? Okay. This year? They, yeah, right. they actually don't have a date. It's just 2021. The only thing we know so far is that Loki has got a date and everything after that is still just this You year. know when I bet it comes out? December 31st, 2021. <laughs> It'll be the premiere of the first episode. Disney Plus shows. Let me see. Disney yeah, release Plus. dates. MCU release dates. God damn it. Like this. I got to be so specific with my Google searches. <laughs> Loki, what if is summer? Someone mentioned a good point. We haven't seen very many trailers for What If, considering it's supposed to come out soon. You know, I just watched it today. Like, I watched a, a new tra- a trailer that came out like four weeks ago or something, and I'd seen stuff in that that I don't remember. So I was like, oh, maybe I missed this one. But yeah. 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 Uh, Hawkeye and Miss Marvel are both announced as late 2021. So you may be right on the December 31st date, Sal. Right? I think they're, yeah, because I don't know. I don't know. I bet they change it. I bet it'll be 2022 just to, just to give, give things a, a room. The thing is they gotta, they gotta chain them. You know, you gotta be like the way it goes is you gotta have an, a Marvel and then a star war. And between those two, you have a making of video. Bad batch started. I, I didn't know. know it, I didn't know it started. Yeah. Like it's... legit. I only started knowing because a few people on Twitter, like I didn't see any announcement. I didn't see no trailer Me either. Just a few people like, Oh, bad batch is okay. And I'm like, Oh, what yeah i heard i only heard bad bad they're like bad batch coming tomorrow and i'm like oh really cool are we gonna watch that for absolutely marvel in dc you and i can just we'll see how far in we get before we give up <laughs> I, I i have no context it's got, it's i didn't a, watch the show i didn't either and a lot of people are saying you don't need to yeah and right. they're saying that there's a rambo stormtrooper yeah yeah listen if you watched mandalorian season two you needed to watch clone wars <laughs> 
I'm just, I might check it out and I'll give you a verdict if, it, if you yeah. need to watch. And my wife has zero interest in it. So I'm like, I okay, do too, but it's, I'm the, I mean, it's like 20 minutes, probably it's an animated show. No, oh, that's true. Yeah. It's yeah. expensive. I'm, it's, I'll, it's, I, it's a, it's a quick watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll check it out. Maybe. Okay. All right. And if you want to see our review of that, check us out at absolutely Marvel DC. How about this? We agree to watch the first episode and that's all we agree to right now. All right, fine. Okay. <laughs> Especially if it's only 20 minutes. Yeah, I bet it isn't. I bet it's an hour. Is it an uh, hour? I was just saying, I bet it 75 is. 75 minutes? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you're working against me. Our Twitch chat is like the 75 minutes. No, let's sound think it's yeah. 21. I'm not watching a movie. <laughs> okay, I'll watch the movie. About stormtroopers. It's apparently normally 40 minutes. So it's, it, it's still a long cartoon. Oh, I'm already watching Invincible, guys. Come on. <laughs> Invincible just ended, though. We do need something. That's, that's why I was thinking Bad Batch. We could check it out. Let's we'll, see how the numbers do on that. Let's watch the first one. Watch the hour and 15 minute first episode and go from there. <sighs> we'll see. Yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> now chat's flipping it for you. They're like, did I say 75? I meant 25, Sal. <laughs> 25? I've been like, yeah, I'll watch it tonight. 75? Maybe I'll see it. There was one other thing I wanted to bring up before we closed up. Mm. And I don't remember what it is. And it's going to be right after we stop filming. I know, I know. Exactly what it was. I can feel it. Is it DC? Is it Marvel? Is it uh... something Marvel, something MCU? Because we were Mm. talking MCU and I was going to go to that topic. And then we moved to Bad Batch. Mm, Okay. Uh, Well, it could be. Let me look at what's coming out. We got Loki, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Spider-Man, Hawkeye, Ms. Marvel, What If? You mentioned What If. uh, There's not a lot of trailers for What If. Um, Hmm. Hmm, oh well indeed. i'll remember it later it's fine yeah. anyway guys thank you for joining us today for absolute comics the show every tuesday where sal and i sit down at about 5 p.m eastern talk about all the fun stuff going on we had a great guest today dinesh from bad idea go to where is to find your local store that is selling bad idea comics don't forget to go to gfield gfield.com to use the code comics at checkout and get 10 percent off your order and uh yeah that's it guys uh don't forget to check out our other channel as well absolutely marvel ndc where you two can go ahead and get all of us discuss we- it's literally just like five videos a week of me and Sal talking about mcu shows theories and just fun stuff yeah and then on top of that dan i'm mentioning you dan and dylan are covering the cw shows that sal and i aren't watching that's right so- <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge help there it's a herculean effort i really appreciate you guys yeah Thank you. Between, between the four of us, we're covering down. And we'll check out Bad Batch. <laughs> they say it's 25 minutes of a show and 15 minutes of credit sell. <laughs> it is not. It's going to be a weird review. It, it is, apparently is the first two episodes. So That makes sense. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we'll see you next week right here.